Hi everyone, welcome to episode 46 of Honestly Unbalanced. So this week we're talking to the lovely Jacob Manning, who's all the way in California. Jacob is an amazing yoga teacher and he's always been massively into fitness. So from day one, he was into football and wrestling and baseball. And in later years, he found himself on a bit of a path of self-destruction and was eventually guided to yoga. And like so many of us, yoga began for him as a physical practice, a way to keep the body in shape. And then as time went on, he discovered the mental benefits of the practice as well. And now he shares about how he gave up on his path of self-destruction in favor of teaching yoga and helping people to move through their fear and the external versus the internal transformation, how consistency and commitment are key parts to a road to success and lots of other inspiring stuff. Um, Jacob's so lovely and so sweet and it was such a pleasure to talk to him. So we really hope that you enjoy the episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. Thanks so much, guys. And if you're interested, it's not too late to book onto me and Adam's seven-day Spanish yoga retreat at the end of July. It's the 24th to the 31st. We've also got the amazing Emma Henry and Mark Ruck coming along to bring their magic and their teaching skills. It's seven days of yoga, fun in the sun, pool time, relaxation, sunset walks. It's, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. We did it a couple of years ago and we would love, love, love to have you there. Prices start at 770, so super reasonable. That's all your food included as well, which is amazing, by the way. All buffet style, breakfast, lunch and dinner. If that doesn't tempt you, I don't know what will. So if you're interested, head over to our website. It's uh, thehustlers.com and you can find all of the information on there. And you can book by messaging me or emailing me on holly at hollyhustler.com. And just before you listen to the episode... If you enjoy our podcast, we would so, so appreciate it if you wouldn't mind giving us a five-star rating and a review because it really helps us to go up in the ratings and we want to share the conversations far and wide and hopefully that will help and inspire a few more people around the world. So grateful for that. Thank you so much. And also don't forget that my new single, Luna, is out on Spotify. So you can stick it in your yoga playlist, your chill out playlists, and let me know what you think of it as well. I love making new friends and feedback. Thanks so much. Honestly, I'm balanced. So kicking off, I want to know, because whenever, whenever I get into like my fitness, which comes and goes, like really into it, and it's definitely going at the moment because of the like <laughs> London lockdown and just survival mode, the, all Holly wants to know is my food diary every day. <laughs> so I want to know, like it's 11 o'clock for you, like, what is your food diary so far? What have you consumed to look as good as you do? <laughs> Give us some tips. Um... <clears throat> Today I haven't eaten yet. Um, I've drinking about two, three glasses of water, maybe, maybe, maybe more. And then I've uh, taken like collagen, zinc, potassium, B12. Um, I'd have to go look in the whole thing, but and then maybe like two or three other things. Oh. Um, yeah, that's what I've had today. What, what is that normal thing that you don't eat to a certain time? No, I, I, I uh, that's not like it is a normal thing for me to do. Uh, I'd probably say like, um, maybe like once or twice a week. Yeah, at least. I think I read somewhere that your biggest meal is dinner. Is that that's right? For dang sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what does yeah, that? What does and that... I usually have two. 
two dinners. That's that, that's more oh, like that, you, isn't it? That is <laughs> there living, it is. A, living a life. <laughs> what are the what are, what are the two what are the two dinners last night? Uh, I had In and Out Burger twice. Had what burger? <laughs> in and Out Burger. We don't yeah. have that. What we don't have that. No. Yeah, it, you. I should have thought about what I ate last night before I was going to do this today. <laughs> Casey might ask me that question. So I, I had uh, last night for dinner, uh, it was three triple, triple cheeseburgers, mm. but there's no bun and just those wrapped in lettuce. Now, uh. I, have, I haven't done that. I haven't eaten that in a long time. I just was like, I'm going to go for it tonight. This is going to be great. Yeah. And what can you get that yeah. from? Is that like done from a fast food place, or is that like you cook it yourself? Uh, I would say it's like between like fast food and not fast food. However, it's the only place I eat that isn't like uh, I would say a restaurant. Uh, okay. I'm going to eat out, and I do it probably like I can probably count on one hand how many times I'll go a year. Are you generally really, I mean, you must be generally really healthy and conscious of what you eat because, yeah. So my taste buds, I was born with pretty much taste buds. Like I'm a, I, I just found it recently, I'm a super taster. But my taste buds. <laughs> need a t-shirt with it. Are, yeah. The, the stuff that basically will put fat on your body, I don't like the taste of. Oh, wow. Oh, God, what a blessing that is. Because mm. yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got the opposite. So, <laughs> is it is it like you're like like a snob then? Like you can really taste good quality stuff. You have the ability to do that. Yeah, and if something is like a, has a crazy strong taste to it, I don't like the taste. I don't like it at all. I think this is genetic. It's too much. I was just stalking you, and your dad in his prime was a unit. He's <laughs> a a big strong guy. Like, is it a genetic thing that you just eat well? That your family you brought up like that. No, my dad eats a lot of what I don't eat. My brother, though, is the same as me. And what was... What, what, I lost you there. Yeah, and he lost us a little bit. What was... Uh, what, what What did he do? What What made him so big? Was he just a trainer? Was he a sportsman? Uh, my dad was like a bodybuilder and would lift like, you know, bench press. Like, I think he would do like between 315 and four or something and bench that and, uh, and then his his older brother Craig too he was like a big weightlifter too the two of the three brothers were the ones that lifted weights and they were pretty big so you come from a really an, an active family then have you always have you always been that way inclined as well yeah I come from a male family where it's natural to try and you know fix the outside the inside with the outside and yeah. then you kind of realize that that doesn't work that's the family i come from yeah okay so but so from an early age you were like what was the early age like in terms of you were just made to do sport like just encourage every sport you could uh i started playing sports um that was like my first memories in life so probably like four or five years old started wrestling at five six okay that last statement you said about it, uh, you know, solving the problem, like doing the outside but not doing the inner work, like, is that why you ended up doing yoga? Is that was that a tr like a trigger for yoga? Mm, yes and no. I would say that I 
I lifted weights. I started I started lifting weights at about six years old. I was just like the because at my parents uh, where I grew up, it was like a property or whatever at the bottom of the hill, down way down the hill by the gate. There was a room. There was like a place. There's a gym or whatever, and I go in there and lift weights or whatever. And I did that for a long time, and then I did it with sports. And as I, I was just like really insecure with my body and stuff like that. And over time, um, I just kept like finding this 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 empty, unfulfilled thing with trying to keep continuing to do this like physical, great outside external transformation, which doesn't uh, is not a like a it's not a solution for mm-hmm. a spiritual problem kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know. So, at what point did you? transition into or, or find yoga uh, I started practicing in high school and then that was just a tiny little bit I would do that uh, once in a while and I uh, you know took my first like serious when I was like seriously interested class or whatever uh, like 19 years old and I, I really liked it and um, my and then uh, I mean, I've had a couple experiences when I first started doing it where I was like, there's something really going on here. But, and then eventually I just, I go, I was feeling so bad at the time that it was the only moment I can recall feeling good. Mm. Mm. And that's how a lot of people find it in the first place, don't they, yoga? Yeah. I think it may be less so now. Now it's obviously very much more popular. But like when I first started, you know, people would begin yoga either because they had an injury or they had like stuff going on in their life. Like for me, it was like I had like a breakup on the cards, like career completely unknown, uh, my life with boxing at the time. And then yoga just appeared and it kind of kept me a little bit grounded. And most of the people I met came to it for that that reason. And it helped them in some sense. So did and did so after that time, were you hooked? And like, what did you notice in terms of how it changed how you felt your practice <clears throat> well initially with to go on with a little bit of what i said uh prior to that question um i continued to, i started i continued to go do it for uh results and physical things mm-hmm. uh with baseball um I'd look at like Tim Lentz comes mechanics and I'd want to kind of be able to do that. And I thought yoga would be a good way to do that. And I did, and our college coach would make us do that. Uh, and, but, um, the more I'd push over the years and I say years because I, uh, it's been something that I continue to relearn. Mm. Uh, the more that I like physically push them, the, the more that I find out, that physical push uh, brings an experience that could potentially be through a non-physical approach, maybe through meditation or other things besides even yoga. Uh, So there's a, there's a lot more to it. I feel like in, um, in the studio on the mat, uh, these kinds of things and that's where I learned that the physical part of it is like so small mm. Mm. as so many people do and that I guess is when someone sees let's say your Instagram or most yoga teachers Instagram to be honest <clears throat> and you know sees 
the you know, the extreme stuff that you can do. Like Holly, Holly was just watching your videos, being like, "Oh my uh, god, he's gonna kill himself!" Yeah, because you were doing some crazy stuff on, on a cliff, and I couldn't watch the rest of it. I felt sick. <laughs> <laughs> but when people see it, so people who maybe are newer to yoga, or people that perhaps are a little bit judgmental, would think, "Well, he's saying like people say this, but then everything they're showing is physical." But like my view personally is that the physical stuff is an access point to the deeper stuff. You know, we we can work with our bodies. Like what's your view, I guess, on how the physical stuff helps the mental stuff? Well, going back to when I first started, I was only really attracted to the physical stuff. I was the handstands, the... Uh, the, uh, you know, the forearm stance, the arm balances, those kinds of things were what initially drew me in as an athlete. Um, and I feel like uh, the physical stuff is what is all you really have to see with your eyes. Mm. And when you see those kinds of things, um, and you can't do them it does it either like really inspires you and, and uh these kinds of things or like kind of can do the opposite make you judge yourself and for myself my own experience i've never been one to not be inspired never been one to not be uh motivated by it uh curious uh these kinds of things and that really helped me uh tap into like purpose and really enjoying the physical stuff because I really do enjoy it. I always have, you know, I, uh, like I could say that I've had a love life with these, say at least like three or five girls. One of them would be probably in the like yoga, <laughs> mm. I guess you could say. <laughs> and, uh, um, it's still been a, a relationship that, uh, has continued. Yeah. And do you see it, how do you see it evolving for you or how has it evolved? Is it still like as physical is what you want out of the practice changing? Because you do a lot more bodyweight stuff now, like your Instagram now mm -hmm. is very focused on, like I've, I've done a few of the little videos as much as I could. What, you've um, done? Yeah, yeah. These videos, have you? Yeah, like your bodywork stuff and your uh -huh. kind of mobility stuff, I had a little play with that. Like, do you find that your yoga practice is becoming different to your, like, is it a separate thing to your bodywork, like? body weight stuff or yeah that's my question i guess so everything that is physical which is you could call it you can say yoga calisthenics whatever name you want to label like that's something we do as humans is put labels on things and it really destroys other mm. people's possibility of trying it or doing it because it's not labeled this and it's viewed as that and it's, so taking that that away from it um, and if we're just talking about a human body doing physical things and I've done enough yoga to where, uh, I've been in yoga classes. I've taught yoga classes where I mix things in there that have nothing to do with the, uh, the generic book from the past by Angar or by anybody that, ha that might not be in there. However, even Iyengar said, you know, he said he states very clearly that yoga will continue to evolve and he doesn't have the answers of what that will look like or where it will evolve. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's kind of the 
where we're going a little bit, even with the simulation of social media, uh, it's like the whatever is like the most popular thing that's uh, cool and exciting and these kinds of different things people want to do. So you kind of, you choose to either grow with what, what, what is growing or you choose to digress and not. Mm. So I'm not saying that, uh, what used to be kind of like the what used to be the um, popular thing won't be popular again. I mean, look at like Crocs or these brands <laughs> that were like terrible brands once before, and now they're freaking huge. People love them. You know what I mean? Um, and for me, going back to the very beginning of the question that you asked me, uh, how it's kind of changed in that way, um, I would say for many years i like have practiced yoga i've done yoga i've been inspired by people through the perception that i have viewed on them and now i don't have that for really uh, anybody at all i kind of just do my own thing and do what makes me feel good and whatever makes me you know feel the best uh have the uh the best results on like a physical body on my physical body i try to share that and that's as simple mm. as that is um and a lot of yoga poses such as like uh i don't know like grow to handstand like transitions like that uh i would say that the one arm arm balances or whatever aren't in many yoga books actually you know what i mean mm, yeah all, mm. by the way and uh there yeah there's like names like air baby for that pose in yoga da, 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 da. like there's a very gray area right there now um but to, in order to do that if there are some like uh in the traditional like yoga yoga book there's a lot of things that aren't in there that like i said earlier angar said it's going to kind of evolve and and grow to something uh, uh not necessarily totally new and different but just that's the way that it's going and, and whatnot you have to you have to meet people where they're at don't you like even the dalai lama said with buddhism it, in the future it might not even be called buddhism you know the teachings can evolve and it can just be something else it can be mindfulness whatever he didn't say it in those words but <laughs> the idea being that it's the teachings can stay the same but you just you have to meet the audience and like, as a teacher you don't need to be everything to everyone like some people will love your style some people won't but in a world where there were so many teachers, that's the beauty of it. You don't need to be everything to everyone. You can, you can do your thing. And what would you yeah, say? What, what would you say that like, your thing is now? If you would des describe someone, what you teach, like how would you articulate it? What would you say? <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a, uh, what a great question. I would say I I teach yoga. Um, and uh, I also like kind of feel like I want to be part of the teachings of yoga that uh, that is a that doesn't have like this strong box around it. Mm. Like I don't like being in boxes, mm. and yoga is very in a box, uh, which is great for some people. But it it ain't, it ain't I don't fit in there. <laughs> so, um, a, a yoga but, teacher without a box—that's your thing. <laughs> a, yoga, a, a, a yoga teacher that 
would really appreciate it that uh, <laughs> you didn't call him like a yoga teacher because it's really it's really like that's a that's a hard that is a very hard thing to live up to mm. and and it can be a great weapon for 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 people you know like especially because i don't know man this is a this is uh, it's it's i what i i don't really have a whole name for you you know you mm. call, like like that label thing i was talking to you about i'm not a huge fan of it have you do you think you've ever been someone who's tried to fit into a box before and it's caused you some kind of harm in some way before you answer that i think you should have the previous question should have been answered you were super smeller that's it that's all you super need super smeller that's it that's your noun you going go. forward but sorry holly thank you oh my god my, my question was now oh shit sorry oh no that's i said okay. I, I said do you ever think that do you have you been someone oh. that's tried to fit into it because i think when you start off as a yoga teacher you do try and fit into some kind of yoga teacher box because you you kind of don't quite know what you're doing in a way so you're, you're finding your own way with it aren't you so do you think that you have, you've ever been that kind of person and struggled in that way yeah i can tell you i have done i have lived i have gone down the words of other people's advice or experience um and opinions and had expectations on them maybe and the, the the I've really pulled away from doing that. Yeah. And uh it's been a very successful experience <laughs> to say the least. Mm. Doing that doing that. But what at yeah. what point did you kind of move on to the role of of teacher? Like did you, when you still obviously you started yoga doing a lot of the sport, did you have like a career in between or did you kind of navigate straight into teaching and coaching? Can you please rephrase the question? <laughs> yeah, no, of course. So obviously you're a teacher now, uh, an unboxed teacher. Uh, at what point did you become <laughs> a teacher? <laughs> at, at what point did you become a teacher? And like between you starting yoga and becoming a yoga teacher, was there a, another career path that you were kind of heading down at some point? Uh, and w when did the yoga teaching kick in? Uh, yeah, I was you know, really driven to be a professional baseball player. <laughs> I got kicked off of a lot of teams. <laughs> why? Um, I, why did I get kicked off? Yeah, just want to ask. <laughs> well, a mixture between um, steroids and cocaine is usually not very good. Right. <laughs> not as a combo. <laughs> yeah. It's not a good combination. Not the one. A little, maybe a little alcohol in there. Not the best combination. Um so I would say, yeah, the and that's and that's a whole other topic or whatever. Um, but uh, I'd say I uh, I practiced. I really liked the, the the feeling that I got from practicing, and I thought, oh well, maybe how would I feel if I taught? Mm -hmm. And then I just was like, that's it. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm at Taco Bell. This is going to be my uh, starting point, and eventually, I'm going to be a very great teacher. And people, that's going to be my career. And I went, I did it. What, what did other people like at that time? I guess yoga wasn't that mainstream for a baseball player. Like, what do you, or like, all of your teammates think of you like, kind of doing yoga on the side? 
uh, I mean, no, no, they, they would, they, I would go, I would go, I would go, and I'd come back, and I would like glow, and uh, I'd be more flexible, uh, and they, so like my all my my teammates and teammates in college uh, were able to see like a crazy freak athlete because I could do just weird things, man, and I just. I like just showed up like two days before our first game through bullpen, through gas. They had me or whatever. And then in the season I started doing yoga and, uh, and then they just kind of would start going with me and showing up and like, they loved it. So you were the perfect advert for it in a sense. Yeah, man. Dude, it's good for sports. That's for sure, man. I, I completely agree with that, and that's like a lot of like a lot of UK people are getting into it for that reason. Like, there's a, like a, there's a UK footballer called Ryan Giggs, who is quite old school, but he's like one of the oldest footballers who's done yoga the whole time. He's always done yoga on the side, and kind of people are are becoming more and more aware of it. And that's how I found it, to be honest. Intensively, I was a boxer, and I had done, played around with yoga before, but then I started to notice that when I did it intensively, like I recovering was faster. But suddenly I could punch harder, <laughs> which is obviously not the intention of yoga, but I was just to be able to engage from kind of ball of foot to fist and really get into it. So there's no doubt from a pure functional level, yoga is good for that. Like I would advise people to look deeper over time, but if that's an initial access point, mm. do yoga to become better at your sport, fine. You know, mm. Get people hooked through that. Do you feel that... I like that. Yeah. Do you feel that... Were you... Um on a bit of a self-destructive path at one point do you think I'm just I'm just thinking about how you said that you were on track to be a baseball player and you kept getting kicked out of teams because you were on substances and stuff were you would you feel that you were on a sort of self-destructive path or and was there a point where you thought this is I've had enough of this I'm actually going to really have a change around and you know become an amazing yoga teacher yeah it's been like that I'm probably uh since i was a freshman it's been like that my whole life actually Mm. and uh um there's been numerous times where uh picked up drugs and alcohol again and lost everything and boy i don't like saying lost i say gave up because i made the decision to Mm. do that yeah and whatnot and um it's never worked. I haven't had a good experience in 10 years with any of it. Uh, and I, there was, I guess like, that's a damn good question. Uh, you guys are asking me some tough questions. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just, just say what you want. You don't have to, you know, go all in. (laughs) You can skip if you want. Uh, I mean, your question was just kind of like, there's a few questions in the question. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just just say what what you want to say if you want around the subject. Uh, or skip it. It's helped me. It's it's helped me. It's helped me a lot, and um, I definitely have. I hear. I have a lot of fear. I feel fear more than I sure would like to, uh, and like continuing to just like get back up push through the fear has been something that uh, I feel like I've been able to do really well and it's uh, it's been probably 
a, a, care, a, uh, a thing that I do that I, I think is really important. Yeah. Yeah. And you 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 get to share that with other people as well, which is the most amazing thing, isn't it? When you become a yoga teacher, you get to you get to help so many other people with their fears as well, which must be really rewarding for you too. Yeah, I really. Oh man, that's good stuff. <laughs> this is this, that's probably my favorite topic that we're talking about, honestly, right now. Yeah. Uh, um. I really, uh, with the fear and feeling like stuck and doing something maybe you don't want to do mm. you just don't know how to get out yeah uh that's kind of like where i can say that that with uh you know the like the addiction that's where i can say like the the ground zero to getting up and like going and it, that it, that's uh that's like relevant for many things in life, especially fearful things in, um, um, I hope that like through people that I meet and encounter when we go into like this topic that I kind of leave something inside of them that when they kind of get to that really dark place, that uh, they're not gonna be there forever. Yeah. And, um, like you're going to get really strong from this experience. Uh, and um, if you're doing something as a career or you uh, live somewhere you don't want to live, you're, you're with someone that you really don't want to be with, but you're stuck and there's many things in life. These are just three main topics, I'd say. Uh, like just throw like your boxer dude throw the first punch <laughs> Take, you know grab the ball by the horns yeah dude like just get up and like fight for your life you know fight fight like go yeah mm. and i guess that's that. kind of the, the sports person in you as well isn't it that drive to kind of take back charge mm. and take control yeah man for sure but i think it's it's that action that does inspire so many people yeah. doesn't it whenever anyone exhibits that ability to kind of come back and gain control again because obviously yeah. we all deal with so many different stuff and you can't speak for anyone's experience but when someone has gone through something and is open about it and has come back like there's that that boxer you know world i don't know if you follow boxer like tyson fury uh world champion at the moment like when he won the world championship he went on you know massive long-term bender put on about like a hundred kilogram, like insane. Uh, was driven to almost suicide. Uh, almost was going to crash his Porsche, and then came back to beat Deontay Wilder. Like three years later, complete life turnaround. And it's those kind of stories that grip people and stay with people and inspire mm, people. Totally. And I guess it's, it's a privilege that I guess you're not you're not only able to talk about your story and lead by example, but then you're actually able to give people so many more skills. To control their body and do other things. Yes, that uh, that's definitely. I, I that's been a lot of uh, like. There's a, there's a say uh, a yoga pose that I can't do or a transition, and you just go. You just keep going until you can do it. Mm. You know, it's like put the blinders on, clear the mechanism from, and just go and focus on it. You know, there's a point, I think, in 
every human being that that uh, you get to this feeling where um, you're just gonna. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, are you saying it might be the athlete in me? Mm-hmm. And it's a double-edged sword, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Because you can't just run. Eventually, you got to stop and slow down mm-hmm. or whatever. And that's kind of where I feel like I'm at right now with some things, um, which is kind of ironic. Um, but, yeah, man, um, a, straw, a, a strong feeling inside that, that. And then once you kind of get, like, are going and, feels good and you know brings mm. a lot of happiness and 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 uh fulfillment and then sharing it with somebody else that's where it's all at pretty much that's the most mm. important thing you got to keep by giving and i guess it's that, that point you just said there about the transition and like trying to trying it and trying it and trying it again and you have the choice in that moment don't you of whether you keep going or not and of course like certain transitions just aren't accessible for certain people but in a general context you have a choice about whether you actually continue or not whether you continue to push through and you can stop and then go and watch netflix and just don't bother with that transition ever again or you can do the thing that is unenjoyable and push through it and learn from that and build yourself from that and i think we all have these moments in life don't we you know completely outside of yoga where we can either choose to push on mm. or just choose to just leave it that's really well said, man, because there's peaks and valleys. Not everything's always up here and not everything's down here. Sometimes it's just, you know, like this. And mm-hmm. especially with uh, anything that, say, someone's very passionate about, that I'm passionate about, those, what the, like, the passion, the start, is going to be a really strong start. You're kicking ass, you're going. And for everybody, especially who's doing say a, a physical transformation i started a new job inside a new relationship hey you know the beginning stage is where there's like the excitement the euphoric mm. these kinds of things getting started it's the it's some will say i'm wrong but i like to say that's okay <laughs> it's the easiest stage the starting point is very uh is very is really easy and then you get to like that middle point you know where the discipline comes in the commitment the hard work, yeah. the like I'm doing it, having faith that it's just going to work out here down the road. And just really continuing, like you say, to you can either drop it, which is the easy way to go, or you just kind of keep going and like stay nice and smooth and consistent, even though it's kind of like this, like we were talking about. Mm. I guess on the on the kind of the topic of like social media like you've been so consistent with that in the growth of it like despite the fact you know you've had high numbers for a long time that you've been consistent like was that on purpose like because you enjoy social media or you just see it you've just really made a conscious effort to give a consistent offering to the people that resonate with you like what's your relationship with it uh i'd say that i know a lot about social media more than ever right now um i would say that uh i know it works and doesn't work um however i don't live off of those things i really genuinely like the things that i do Mm. and enjoy them and want to share them with people for free that you know like the idea is dude like everything's shut down pretty much and a lot of fitness trainers saw this as a time to really scale their business and make money off of people and all this stuff. And like that's their view. And that wasn't my, my, my initial approach. You know, I wanted to 
I've never had an online training program. I've tried to work with Aloe or Cody app or whatever. I've tried to work with many different companies or whatever. Nobody gave me a chance and I don't know why, but that's just, that's fine. So I thought, okay, I'm going to do my own thing. And, and, uh, and so I did that and I put like my heart and soul into it. Everybody who like people that have done it stuck to it, it really helped. And that, 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 that though costs money mm. and on Instagram it's free. So everything that I do and for example, like the workouts that I'll do today before I play, go play golf with my friend Cameron, like the exercises that I'll do today will be, they will, they will probably all be on my Instagram somewhere. Mm. And if I have new things that I come up with, I put those on there and some things I know will do better than others. And I, it's not all about that. And it, and it hasn't been for a while now, even though I know like in order to grow, you kind of have to give what value people really uh, want mm. and will help or whatever. And they like watching and all this stuff. But uh, there's a lot to uh, growing your Instagram that I'll have, that I would say that I, I kind of uh, have learned through like studying it, mm. looking at num- like like analytics, all these different things, researching it, uh, all kinds of stuff, man. <laughs> it's really it's quite interesting, and it's a it's an interesting. Uh, I like to say uh, it's an interesting world. And you mm. have to constantly kind of keep educating yeah. yourself, don't you? It keeps changing, and it's not enough to just have. Like, I know teachers that. You know, believe just it's just one photo shoot. So I'll do one photo shoot, get fifty images, and that will solve my social media. And it becomes it's become so much more than that, hasn't it? Than a, mm. a few nice photos. So much more. So the game has just been yeah, upped all sure. the time, yeah. isn't it? And what what's your aim for like for your body now? So you're you're playing golf now, like sign of, sign of getting in your middle age stage. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your what's your aim for your body? That's a good question. I want to not prove. Can you hear me right now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All good. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to say that I want to prove people wrong, but I want to prove myself right. Um, <laughs> yeah. The a lot of people say, "Wow, Jacob, when I was your age, I looked just like you," and all these kinds of different things. So. I'm thinking, wow, I can't wait till I'm their age and I can send them a picture and be like, look at me at your age. Remember when you said that? You know what I mean? So that's kind of like my idea. I want to be like this, this like dad who can throw like an 85 mile per hour fastball to like his 15 year old son. So I guess we'll just say that I'm like in my sixties, but I'm still can throw like gas and, uh, you know, I want to still like be able to touch rim, all, uh, play golf, be obviously a lot better than I am now because I'm pretty sore at it. You know? <laughs> um, and like, I want to be able to play with like grandchildren. Like that's Aww. like the physical uh, ability that I want to be able to have. And I, 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 I feel like I'll be able to do that, you know, because um, I, I feel like I haven't lost anything physically. I, if not, I'm better now than I was in my 20, like in all of my teens and 20s. How old are you? Yeah, on can, social media, yeah. I think you you you're like you're almost thirty. Is that right? Yeah, I'm thirty. 
I'll be 30 in July and I can't wait to. Uh, are you going to have yeah. a big party? Because we'll be allowed now in July. I don't know. I, uh, I, I've... I've never really, I, I haven't had like a huge birthday party before. Um, I don't know. I like keeping my celebrations like pretty low key and, and whatnot, but maybe this year um, it will be. Mm. Yeah. I'll probably actually have like a good, good sized party. Yeah. I will. Good. You just committed in that yeah. moment. You've committed. <laughs> like, and what's, yeah. your, what's your plan like in the long term? Like, yeah. What we love to ask this kind of question is what is wealth for you? Like what, what will make you feel like content beyond, of course, looking after your physical body in the long term? Like what are you looking for like in life? Like what is going to be wealthy for you? Um, a few different things. I'd say first and foremost, uh, continuing to stay, uh, uh, keep my, my, uh, my nose clean. And, uh, <laughs> you know, my, my liver clean. I think you get the point. Yeah. That's a good goal. And um, that would be probably that's probably the biggest thing. And the, the another big thing is um, being able being um, being completely finished with uh, writing my wrongs. Uh, that's probably the second biggest thing for me. And uh, there's a there's a couple left that uh, <laughs> I, I I have left to do. I guess yeah. That, so that um, I won't go into it, but uh, that. And um, I really would like a house in the town of Healdsburg. Where? where Yolesburg. Healdsburg. Healdsburg. And what is it's that? Badass, what's, man. Is, is what's that nice Cali- about there? It's California, right? Yes. Yeah. It's. Uh, I, I like to say it's a. It's a smaller Napa and New York Times Square put mm. together kind of thing. Oh wow! Nice. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And is the that is that, is that near where you are? Too. Is that yeah, near where you are I mean, at the moment? Whoa, 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 not New York. No, 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 no. <laughs> Where you're, you are you're now. near that place you want to live in. I am here now. Oh, but to buy a place there. Yes, this is my hometown. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I want to live here. And I'm sure would like to live where it's tropical too and I get surf. So that's like, there's like a, definitely this whole perfect world thing in my head. It's going to take a lot of work, some time, but I have faith. I have faith. Oh, I love that. It sounds like you're, um, you're, you're a driven person. You, yeah. will, you will do it, I'm sure. That yeah. reminded me just what you said there about writing wrongs. In the TV show, an old one called My Name is Earl. My Name is Earl. Like a really old that. school TV yeah. show. It's an American one. And it was this guy that had a list of all the wrongs he'd done in his life, like a hundred wrongs. Like some of them really like mundane. Like I stole a shopping bag from this woman. <laughs> and it was uh, a TV show all about him writing, <laughs> writing his wrongs. I love that. I have that. I have a big list. <laughs> have you got? Have you? Did you have? A, did you ever have a list written down, or is it all mental? I have a list written down on a piece of paper, my friend. Mm. Yeah. Oh, no. Nice. Should we do yeah. some? Yeah, let's fire. We're far away now with some uh, some little like quick fire questions. You don't need to be quick. Be as quick as you want, but they're <laughs> quick, quick. quick fire questions. So I guess one of them is, and it seems like you're doing it anyway. But what would you like to do more of in your life? Like, if you had more time, what would you like to be doing more? What would I like to be more of? Um, I would like, okay, so I would like to do more of reading. I don't love reading though. So it's one of those <laughs> things that it's hard for me to get me to do it. But yeah, I like 
this stuff we're doing right now on the headphones. Yeah. Yeah. More podcasts with us. More chats. More deep chats. <laughs> what, what, what's sacred for you? Uh, my recovery. Love nice. that. Is there any particular kind of motto or quote of anything that has kind of kept you going? Don't think about it and just do it. Simple. Yeah. It's quite Nike, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Love that. Don't think Push about it. Fear. Yeah. yeah. Beach or mountains? Probably beach. Mm. If you could advise people to get, and I know you don't use weights anymore, do you? Your focus, you're doing kind of just calisthenics. But if you could advise people to get one bit of like, affordable kit for their home training, like what would it be? <laughs> uh, dumbbell, some kettlebell. Just kettlebell. And then yeah, and dumbbells. For Holly, do you want to do a final inspiring one? Um... I'm sorry, a, a barbell and, and a kettle and two kettlebells. A barbell and two kettlebells. Like heavy kettlebells or lighter kettlebells? <laughs> oh gosh, geez, I don't know. Maybe like 25 <laughs> exactly, exactly what weight? If someone weighs 80 kilograms <laughs> with 10% body fat, <laughs> exactly what? <laughs> and then finally from us, I guess let's do what quick fire one should we do? We'll add one more. Um, wh What do you do to relax? Oh, I like to have my uh, my snacks with a nice with a nice really inspiring. Uh, when you go, yeah, that was a good movie like that. Oh, like, wow, yeah. what a great movie! Yeah. And I like to t hang on my dad. He he's a relaxing person. Oh, that's he's sweet. Pretty great. Are they nearby? Family nearby? Oh yeah, oh, perfect. I have family. All all my family either. Well, pretty much, well, not all, a good amount live either in Hillsburg or uh, yeah, Laguna Beach. Oh, right. lovely, Jacob! It's been wonderful chatting. Yeah, that, well, well, tell us where um, where people can find you, of your course, Instagram yeah. and your website, that kind of stuff. Well, my home address is not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I live in Hillsburg. My Instagram's uh, Jacob Manny Yoga. You can also type that into YouTube. I've been trying to be a little bit more focused on that. And like, yeah. And then, uh, uh, how about, that's about it. Perfect. <laughs> cool. Thank That'll you so it. much. It was so nice to chat to you. And if we're in, ever in California, we're just going to invite ourselves over. Okay. Honestly, <laughs> I'm balanced.